lives were built for connection, but are all connections restful? Today we talk about the importance of recognizing and embracing the social interactions that lift us up and leave us feeling refreshed, and what to do about the ones that leave us feeling drained. Social rest is vital for our whole body health, so we're digging into what it is, how to get it, and why we're feeling so alone. We're examining our boundaries, dropping the people-pleasing, and learning to love who we were made to be, all in the name of getting the social rest we so desperately need. Hi, I'm Becky, the host of the Girl on a Hill podcast, where we encourage you to stop hiding, start shining, and to be the woman you were created to be. You can download Girl on a Hill podcast on your favorite podcast app, such as Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and Spotify. Thanks for listening, and now, let's head to the hill. Hey everybody, welcome to Girl on a Hill. I've got Crystal with me. Hi! We are talking about social rest today. Okay. Now, introverts out there, Uh huh. here we're talking about this, and you're probably getting real excited, thinking <laughs> we're going to tell you, you get to take a break from talking to people. Uh, That's not what I'm going to say. Probably not. Yeah. So, if you're introverted, you probably already do that. Yeah. You probably like, avoid people as much as you can anyway. Yes. Now, while a small part of social rest can entail spending some time by yourself, uh-huh. which is something all of us need regardless of who right. you are, social rest is something all of us need, introvert, extrovert, whoever you are, no matter how you feel about socializing. Right. Because the truth is, our lives are filled with people. Right. Our lives are about people. Yes. And we were designed to live in connection with other people. Right. So sometimes even small positive social deposits, like sharing a joke with a friend, uh-huh. or, you know, when we laugh at our at our pain <laughs> and our need for growth. Right. Uh, when a coworker remembers your birthday, uh-huh. when your spouse greets you hello, small things can collectively replenish our social rest deficit, okay. help us de-stress, boost our overall well-being, and fight feelings of isolation. Social rest reconnects us to uplifting, rewarding relationship exchanges. Okay. So that's what social social rest is about today. It's those positive, uplifting interactions. Okay. Want some definitions? Yes, please. Okay. Integris Health says, social rest is the restorative, excellent energy boost we get when we spend time with people who are positive and supportive. Okay. I like this. I like that. Mm-hmm. You Aligned said, social resting recognizes which relationships are rejuvenating and which ones are not. Right. That is going to be the basis of a lot of our talking today. Right. Ghost Getting Stones said, social rest feels like interacting with another person and leaving fuller than you started. Oh, okay. I Mm -hmm. like that. I like that too. And I hope I make someone feel like that sometimes. Uh Social rest comes from a meaningful interaction with another where there is no fear of disapproval or rejection. Uh When you're with a friend you feel comfortable being around who makes you feel as if you could tell them anything, you're experiencing social rest. Uh In these relationships, you feel valued and as if your concerns are taken seriously. So ultimately... Social rest is what we experience when we're around life-giving people. Right. And we need life-giving people. We absolutely do, even if you're the most introverted hermit of all time. Uh 2020 taught me that. Oh, yeah. Now, you want some signs you need it? Yes. Okay. 
Now, the signs today are going to swing to both sides of the spectrum. Okay. Okay. One, you feel alone in the world. Okay. You feel detached from your family and friends. Okay. You're attracted to people who abuse or mistreat you. Oh. You struggle to maintain close relationships or make friends. Uh-huh. You're longing for adult conversation. Uh-huh. Now, I wanted to add this in. This is not just something for moms of littles. Right. Because teen speak is still child speak. Uh-huh. So sometimes I might feel like, well, no, I'm getting grown-up conversation because I'm talking to a 17-year-old. But no, right. that's still not. Right. It's not It's, it's not, not the, the same. same. Yeah. You self-isolate. Okay. You prefer online friends to face-to-face friends. Oh. Now, here's where the pendulum is going to swing the other way. Uh-huh. You feel like someone needs you all the time. Uh-huh. Feeling like you never have a moment alone. Uh-huh. Feeling overwhelmed and unsupported. Uh-huh. And this one is from you aligned. When you feel everyone is taking and not giving back in return. Mm. So it's either when we can feel just overwhelmed uh-huh. with people or when I don't, I don't have any people. Right. Okay. How did we get here? Why are we socially fatigued? Why do we need social rest? I am starting. Usually, I kind of build up to the one I want to hit you with. But those definitions were really like I'm really sad inside. I know. I know. Because and I've been on both sides of that spectrum. Yeah, of course. I mean, I think probably most people, if they're being honest, yeah, I have felt completely alone, and I have felt so overwhelmed. Uh Like, can I please be alone? Right. Yes. But I'm coming out the gate swinging today with the most. Important, how did we get here? Youalign.com helped me out a lot on this episode. Because to be, you know, I'm not great at at this. Right. A social rest deficit occurs when we fail to differentiate between the relationships that revive us from those that wear us out. Okay. And I think we know what both of those things mean. Right. And what they are. Maybe, though, you just love people, so you've never really thought about it. Uh-huh. Maybe you're a people pleaser, and you don't want to be mean, right. quote unquote, uh-huh. so you don't want to give that question real thought. Right. Maybe you're lonely, uh-huh. and you want to belong so much that you just accept the scraps from people who are uh-huh. actually wearing you out. Uh-huh. But whatever your reason, we have to do the uncomfortable work of answering the question, who revives you and right. who wears you out? Right. And that can be uncomfortable. Uh, yeah, it, it can. might pull up some stuff. It right. might be someone you spend a lot of time with. Right. Might be someone in your family. Uh-huh. It's uncomfortable. Yeah. It may be something that, like, you're a caregiver in, in some fashion, mm. you know, family member or whatever, that you can't actually just pull away yep. from. Yeah. Okay. Reason number two. That was, that was just reason number one. That was just reason number one. Oh, my goodness. I know. We are bad at boundaries. Oh, yeah. So it, it makes sense. If you're bad at boundaries, you're going to be socially fatigued. Right. Because it's more taxing uh-huh. to live without your boundaries. And when we have a boundary we want to enforce, maybe we've s- determined in our mind, like, no, I'm holding strong. This is important to me. Right. But we give it up to people, please. Oh, yeah. We see that they're a little bit unhappy. Okay, okay, back off. No, yeah. Uh Now, we all have to endure difficult social interactions Uh sometimes. Everybody. Yeah. 
Yeah. Or spend time with the drain sometimes. <laughs> but though, like, that's such a funny word. I know. You're a drain. <laughs> it's man. true. It's so true. Okay. But think about those interactions are going to be so much more uh-huh. draining when we don't have our boundaries right. up and in place. Right. We have to set our boundaries. We have uh-huh. to be firm with them, especially when we're dealing with someone who wears us out. Yeah. You have to. Okay. Reason number three, we're just plain more busy than ever before. Like, we're all doing way too much. Right. And I think for a lot of us, it's true for me, when I'm really busy, like, friending is one of the first things Uh to go. Because it feels expendable. Like, well, I don't have to hang out this week. Right. I have to do the work. I have to do whatever this is, my Uh personal goals. But friending, nah. They'll still be there. Right. And, you know, that leads to this one. Relationships are work. Uh-huh. We don't all want to put in the work. Right. We don't all have time for the work. Uh-huh. I thought, you know, when we're not taking the time to invest in somebody else, there's not going to be a lot to draw from. Right. When we're empty. Right. We've all had that friend that comes to you for something. You're like, I didn't really realize we had a relationship. Uh-huh. What are you coming to me for? And it takes time. Yeah. I think that's the thing, too. Sometimes we expect it to be like TV. It's not. No. Oh, my gosh. No, you're not magically best friends five Uh -uh. minutes after you meet. Uh -uh. And actually, all of the relationships in my life and my kid's life where that that connection has been seemingly so fast, so Uh quick, have kind of fallen apart. Uh It's the ones where you invest. David tells you, you know, make small investments Uh over time, Uh build it up slow. Those last. But we don't we don't have the patience or the time. Well, especially now it doesn't feel like we have the time. Or it feels like it feels like we make connections, but they're so false, you know, like mm-hmm. social media side. Well, that's my oh. next one. I'm so excited you said that. Well, I looked at your post, so that was a connection. No. There's no connection there yeah. whatsoever. No, no. And we've tricked ourselves yeah. thinking that. It is. And it can trick you into thinking that you have all of these wells to draw from uh-huh. when you don't. And you think, oh, well, I have 700 friends on Facebook. So I make this post. Who has 700 friends? Me. No way. Yeah. But but you think like, okay, well, then you make a post about you're going through this hard time. Uh-huh. And then you're like, but where, where are, are the people I, that care about me? friends? Oh, they don't actually. Yeah. They click the little care button. Yeah. That doesn't actually meet my need. But we get tricked. We uh-huh. think, oh, but the likes and the shares, the comments, that yeah. means they love me. Yeah. It's not the same. It is, it is a tough area to be in for it that. super is. And without realizing it, too. So not only is it, like, fake, not as real connection. Uh-huh. Without realizing it, it's drawing from our own social reserves. I agree. And we're wasting it on that when we could be investing it in uh-huh. a real person. Yeah. Now, I think it's great sometimes. I like seeing my family that doesn't live here. Right. Oh, yeah. No, agreed. It can be a good tool, but it can also leave us feeling drained uh-huh. and more alone. Yeah. So without actually connecting with someone, we've spent all of our social energy. I put on the nutritional equivalency of Skittles when what we really need is fruit. <laughs> Right. It's like, no, I'm eating that's fruit really salad. Good, I mean, like, but that's a really good analogy, right? Yeah. I mean, I try not to go on because of that because it's just like, it doesn't get me anywhere. Mm-hmm. 
It's just not real. It's like, well, I'll go on and I'll look at pictures of my sister's kids. Well, guess what? She texts me those now, yeah. so I don't have to go on, you know? It's it's a real issue, and we yeah. need to start thinking about it in honest terms. Yeah. Now, here's some reasons why we need social rest. Okay. Okay? And I, I'm really excited to share today how to get it because, again, this is really misunderstood for me because, again, I hear social rest and think, woohoo, alone time on my couch. Well, that's my life. So Right. Okay. Why we need it. Getmirth.com. Social rest is important because it gives us time to connect with ourselves and experience our own company. Okay. So this is the part where it's small. The okay. small part of, yes, you do have to spend uh-huh. time with yourself and like yourself. We'll get there. Uh-huh. Results Coaching Global says social rest provides a feeling of belonging and togetherness uh-huh. that can even prevent heart disease and cancer uh-huh. while providing you pleasure, purpose, and love. Uh-huh. Most research studies argue social connectedness is at least as important to health as controlling hypertension or not smoking. Wow. Yeah. Like as big of a deal for your health as not smoking. Right. Of having friends. Wow. Yeah. It's a big deal. We need it. Yeah. Just to even think, like, I understand how, how being connected helps me emotionally and mentally, but you to think that it affects my, well, wait, our bodies and brains are connected? But that even makes, I mean, like, that's way bigger than what any of us would say. I mean, like, oh, yeah. like controlling your blood pressure or not smoking. <laughs> I mean, like, right. those are big. That's not like, mm-hmm. oh, you've got anxiety. It kind of hurts your yeah. stomach. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, they're big. It's big. Prevent heart disease by yeah. having friends. Like, okay. Well, we are meant to be, you know, connected. And we, we can all see that. And I think we've all experienced that in the last few years. Oh, yeah. Um, doesn't mean we take steps. It doesn't mean that do we anything. do it all. No. Yeah. Okay. You want to hear how to get this? Okay. Okay. We need it. Teach me. This is some of these are easier said than done, and you might roll your eyes at home, but it's important you have to do it. Right. Spend time with people you don't need to pour into. Spend uh-huh. time with people that you can just enjoy. Uh-huh. People who don't need anything from you. Yeah. That's big. Yeah. That's really big. I want to say this, and I want moms to hear me. Uh-huh. You need time away from your kids. Yeah. Your kids are draining or a train sometimes because they constantly need you. And it doesn't change when they're two or whether they're 17. They need you. I mean, it is. Everybody goes to mom. Yes. You need time away from your children. Uh You need and you need time away from the needy friend Uh or the the coworker who just always needs the advice or the reassurance. Uh You need the life giving people that you can just hang out with. Right. Just be yourself just with be. Uh-huh. just be it's so important right we need it so desperately this one is huge too you need to spend time with and i wrote this in all caps positive people right positive people makes a huge difference oh my goodness you're in a room with a bunch of negative people you're leaving feeling mm. bad and thinking negative and sometimes it can I mean, it's almost instant sometimes. You're just, yeah. you feel the energy in the room uh-huh. plummet and it's just, yeah. but you get sucked in because you want belonging. Right. If we go into these situations lonely, uh-huh. like, okay, well, here's a place. Now, here are some things because some of us can't help uh-huh. being around negative people. Yeah. We can't, I mean, 
No. You live with who you live with. Right. Your coworkers are your coworkers. Right. Your family is your yes. family. It's you can't just cut everybody uh, out of your life all right. the time. Right. But we need to counteract draining encounters with uh, restorative ones. Okay. So if you know you're going to have to spend some time around a drain, uh-huh. schedule a fun interaction later that day or later that week. Okay. So if you're like, okay, I know I have to go to this meeting with uh-huh. so-and-so, that's going to be awful. So, hey, I'm going to text a friend. Can we go meet for ice cream later? Uh-huh. Do something. And I like this one, too. Have some positive questions in your pocket. Oh, okay. Like, so, you know, they're going to jump right in with their spin uh-huh. about how terrible uh-huh. their life is. But be like, so you're working on anything exciting lately? You right. got any fun plans for the weekend? Uh-huh. Things that have hope interjected in them uh-huh. and positivity uh-huh. that might be harder for them to twist or just to signal, like, I'm right. not really interested in that. Right. We got to try. You got to right. mitigate your damages. Okay. If you are uh, partnered, uh-huh. you need to spend some time with your spouse that is not kid-related, task-related, uh-huh. roommate-related. Right. I hear that from women all the time, that they don't know how to talk to their husband about anything other than what's the t-ball schedule uh-huh. and we're out of milk. Uh-huh. And you have to know each other right. and be friends. Take some time. Don't coordinate your schedules. Don't talk about the problem with the kid. Uh-huh. Just talk and yeah. dream and be and be friends. Right. Like You had it before. You can still have it. Yes. Uh-huh. I mean, your goal here, the kids are going to move out. <laughs> they are. <laughs> like, you're going to have each other. Uh-huh. Like, I want to still like David and uh-huh. know him when they're gone. Right. Okay. Now, here's the one where you're waiting for me to say this. Uh-huh. Get out of the house by yourself. Uh-huh. And, you know, here's the deal. Some of us do get alone time. Uh-huh. But it's not usually refreshing time. Okay, it's like, oh, I'm alone, but I'm folding laundry in my laundry room. Okay, yeah. Or I'm driving to work. Uh-huh. Or I'm sitting in the school pickup line. So I've been on all of those boats, and I've made the most of all of those moments. Right. Because you have to. Right. But sometimes it's important to let yourself have the freedom to do something life-giving and relaxing by yourself uh-huh. that you actually want to do. Right. That's fun. You probably don't want to be folding laundry or... I don't consider that a lone time. Drive that's to a, work. Yeah. That's a task. Like, you're doing a task. Yeah. That's, that's not walking around Target. I was I was totally thinking that. I was like, go to a store. You know, walk yeah. around. I mean, there's fun things to see. Go mm-hmm. get a pedicure. You can do something. And it's small. We're not saying, okay, go take a weekend at the beach by yourself. No. But I remember early days. I mean, God bless my husband. And we're going to do a marriage thing and parenting you can ask your husband it's okay if you're uh-huh. overwhelmed with kids and be like i need an hour uh-huh okay that's a reasonable thing to ask for right. but i remember early when they were little and i would just i go to the library i'd go walk around target and i would come uh-huh. back uh-huh. so much fuller right just give yourself the freedom yeah do you the thing it. oh my goodness you do i liked this one this is interesting so a lot of us get we, we're in ruts Right? Uh-huh. We order yeah. the same thing at restaurants. We do the same thing uh-huh. every day. We get in social ruts, too. Okay, yeah. Change the way you socialize. Ooh. I don't know if 
I can handle this right now. Just do, do a little <laughs> thing. Like if you are always, always have somebody over to your house for dinner. Uh-huh. Okay, we'll meet at a restaurant. Yeah. Or if you're always getting together for a play date. Okay, well, meet at the zoo instead. Uh-huh. Just do just a little change. Yeah. It might mix it up a little, make it more interesting. Uh-huh. I like that. Now, you have to have some face-to-face interactions. Yeah. Here's the kicker with this one. When you are with a person, uh-huh. be with them. Don't be on your phone. Please. Please I mean, do not be on your phone. We've all had that, though, where you're at coffee with somebody or dinner with somebody, and they're just, like, scrolling Instagram. You're like, oh, I'm glad I'm here. Glad I made time for this. Yeah. I feel bad, like, if I have to respond to somebody at work. I would never. I mean, I don't, I don't even have Instagram, so. Yeah. But. I, okay, I can say that, but I've been places and I'm looking around and I was like, huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, when you're with a human. Be with them. Be with them. Yes. Especially, I mean, it's one thing when you're a teenager, you're, with, you're still at school, you're with kids all the time. Yeah. When we're grownups yeah. and we're not at work, like, you're, we're not with people all that often. No. Make the most of it when you are. Yeah. Okay, you want some tips and some truths? It's not really tips. These are truths. These are things we have to hear, things I need to say to you. If you really, truly want social rest, Uh if you want these life-giving, positive interactions, friends that build you up, leave you feeling Uh refreshed, you actually have to be yourself. Uh Uh-huh. I think some, I mean, that sounds so obvious, but we're not great at it. No. We've been told not to be. Oh, yeah. Over and over. And then as you're on social media, you don't measure up even more and more. So be pleasing, fit in their uh-huh. box. And we change. We're chameleons based uh-huh. on who we're around. Yeah. I mean, and yet we hide stuff about us that maybe isn't pleasing. Right. Of course. That's not ever going to be restful. No. That's taxing. That's a, that's a, you're putting on an act. Yes. That is work. They are never going to get to know you and then uh-huh. be able to build you up, fill you up, love you for who you are because they don't right. know who you are. And then the more that you do it, you're probably afraid, well, if I do this, then that. Yes. You're never going to have true connection with anybody if you're not fully yourself. It doesn't have to be a lot of people. No. I mean, it does, you know, you can have a few people Mm -hmm. that. That actually know you. Yeah. And can tell. Uh Uh-huh. I love that I have friends that can tell when I'm BSing, that can tell when something is up. And they're like, you are not okay. Yeah. I like that. Like, you need a couple people that right. know you well enough to know you're not fine. Right. Okay. This one is, I like this one. Now, not all social actions, interactions are created equal. Of course not. Right? But I feel like sometimes we need to hear these things. Okay. So, as introverts. Uh-huh. Okay. Many of us have that undercurrent of dread before any social event. Uh-huh. Right? Like, it doesn't matter. Usually, I just don't want to go. But in reality, even for more hermit-like introverts, all socializing is not the same for us. No, not at all. We've stressed before that you need to ask yourself who refreshes you uh-huh. and helps fill your cup. But I found another, a few other questions on science of people that come to consider. And if we really want to reduce our overall stress, these are important questions. Uh-huh. Okay. What situations or places make you feel good, uh-huh. what situations or places drain you. Uh-huh. So I have three examples. Okay. I'm starting with people. Okay. Sometimes it is going to be the people themselves. Uh-huh. Yeah. So my example is there was a staff room at one of the schools I worked at when I was a teacher. Uh-huh. The energy in that room was just 
Yeah. I don't like, we overuse the word toxic, uh-huh. but it, it was just gossiping about kids uh-huh. and their families and what they hated about being a teacher. Uh-huh. And it was just like, Ugh. so I ate in my room. Yeah. In my classroom. Cause I didn't want to be around that. So sometimes right. it is the people that are just a drain. Yeah. So I minimized my time Exposure. with those people. Yeah. Yes. They were still my coworkers, yep. but I didn't need to eat lunch with them. Right. They did not need to be my friends. They yep. were just my coworkers. Right. Okay. Now, sometimes it's not about the who, but the where. Right. So somewhere, for example, really noisy uh-huh. may drain your social energy. So then you know it's best to decline like the live show at the really small venue uh-huh. where it's going to be super loud. But then you could be going there with someone you absolutely uh-huh. adore. But you're just going to be trained instantly because uh-huh. noise is a trigger. Right. So that's really important. Or lastly, it could be the situation right. that drains you. My example is like a pickup volleyball game, my worst nightmare, where you're being put on the spot to perform uh-huh. and that is draining. So yeah. even again, it could be with people I love uh-huh. in a place like restful part uh-huh. that I love. But that particular social social uh-huh. situation is like instant drain. Yeah. So it's important to think about. Yeah, good examples. You know, it's not just the people. Is this a place that refreshes me? If you're uh-huh. really looking for a res- refreshment and to fill up your cup, uh-huh. don't go doing something. That's especially if, for some of us that get like one shot a month at doing something fun with a friend. Right. Like, don't waste it if you know this is just going to leave you feeling. Well, that's a good point. Like you said, like we have to do this. These are things. But if you know, okay, I've got to go do this big thing, be around these people that drain me, plan something that will refill Mm -hmm. you. That you actually love with someone you love. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. Here's a tough one. And I could have gone way further down this rabbit hole. I chose not to. If you Mm -hmm. want to look up the term and do it for yourself, you can. You cannot invite the energy vampires in. Okay. Okay. So I'm going back to uh, Vampire Diaries, where uh, that in that lore, in that world, uh, a vampire can't come in your home unless they're invited. I think that's in all vampire movies. Okay, good. Yeah, that's a, that's a vampire okay, thing. Okay, a vampire thing. Uh-huh. So sometimes, again, we're going to have to be around the people that uh-huh. suck the life and joy and fun. Uh-huh. But you don't have to invite them in. Right. Uh, you got to minimize the time you spend with people who drain us. If you can't recognize an energy vampire, here are a few things. Healthy relationships will make you feel better about yourself Uh or about life. They will leave you feeling uplifted and positive, not Uh just. And I think you can all, like, if you're thinking about it, we all can think about that. Like, I can think of, I love to have people over for dinner. Mm. I haven't done that since I've moved here. You know, like, we haven't had people over in so long. That's just. Super small because it's small and intimate mm-hmm. and you're able to talk to people that you care about and that care about you. Mm-hmm. Right? But we've all been places or those specific mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. that are draining. So yeah. I think every you, you all we all know this. Yeah. Like who we, the drains are. Yeah. It can be hard because you could you can like the drain. A hundred percent. They can be someone you genuinely like, but uh-huh. they suck the life out of you. Yeah. And you just, at some point, is it worth it? Yeah. I don't know. I I'm getting to the point where it's not. Oh, uh, yeah. I think as time goes on. I, I don't have time. I, I don't have time to maintain so many relationships. I got to pick. 
And I think this happens even for people who are very social. Like I've recently mm. had a conversation um, with a sister who is is an extrovert for sure. And she had kind of told me a story. And it's really honestly a relationship mm. vampire. Like, yeah. And I was like, oh, you know, like we just as an introvert, we think, oh, well, that's. No, it's, no. it's across the board. Mm-hmm. It super is. So if you're feeling worse yeah. about yourself being around someone like that's a red flag. Don't spend that. Don't spend extra time there. No. And healthy relationships normally should have give and take. Yes. There's going to be seasons yes. where some give more and some take more. Yes. But it should balance. Yes. At some point. Give and take. Uh-huh. Uh, healthy relationships don't run hot one minute and cold the next. Yeah. They don't. They do not. That is not normal. Uh uh-uh. uh. And you know, you just have to make the choice to stop or minimize uh-huh. the life sucking relationships. You have right. to choose. Yeah. Do you want peace? You want social rest? Or do you want this? Definitely want peace. The last one. I saved this one for last because if you want true social rest, you actually have to like yourself. Okay. One for a couple of reasons. The first one, if you don't like yourself, you're probably not gonna be yourself uh-huh. around other people. Right. You need to be who you were created to be. Right. One of our pillars here. Uh-huh. And then also, getmirth.com brought up this. This one's for my introverts out there. Your relationship with yourself is the longest and most constant of your entire life. Uh-huh. And it's the only one you can't completely, can't completely run away from if things get bad. Okay. So take time to nourish it. Yeah. You're stuck with you. So you better work on that relationship. And make sure you like who you are. I was like, we should like who we are. Yeah. And not feel like we're stuck with who we are. Yeah. Because we are, we have the power to change. Mm-hmm. We have the power to make us who we want to be. We do. We do. And sometimes we suck our own life. We do. Sometimes we're an energy vampire for our own self. All right. Wrapping it up today with the Jesus example. Yes. Now, he was a great example of someone who practiced social rest. I know that's a shocker, Jesus Uh being a great example. Um, Uh Now, he had a lot of draining social interactions. Oh, yeah. Oh, that man. Oh, oh. ministry is draining. Uh And he spent so much time teaching groups, big and small, I mean, huge groups. And he was healing and Uh ministering to people in other ways. He was in high demand where everybody wanted him all the time. And someone always wanted something from him. And what's what's to like preface before you get out of this, like he wasn't in ministry for all that long. It yeah. was a very short period yes. of time. And it's written that if if it was written down oh. all the things that he did, like it would fill the uh-huh. fill the earth. So that's like a is, lot in a short amount of time. That is a lot of stuff that he did. Uh-huh. Like I mean, and it's tough just to have in my four people needing me and my attention right. all the time. He had thousands. Yeah. Clamoring him, needing me. Jesus, 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 Jesus. All the time. All yeah. the time. I can't even imagine uh-uh. the mental fatigue that was. Uh you know, and we can add to his many ministry demands, which would be draining enough by itself. Right. But then the other social drains that he had to spend time with, like the Pharisees uh-huh. and the other <laughs> religious leaders, uh-huh. you know, if someone is determined to criticize you and attack your oh, every yeah. move, like that's a pretty big drain. It's a huge drain. So he needed to spend time around life-giving people. Uh-huh. And I love that we see in scripture that he had friends. Yes. I love it. I uh-huh. love it. And I love the dynamic within the disciples 
that lets us know it's okay to be closer to some people. Uh-huh. I, actually, I like that, too. Mm-hmm. Because you're, I mean, they, they, he loved the 12, he loved the 72. Uh-huh. I mean, and they worked alongside each other. Uh-huh. They were partners. They had a common goal. But you're going to naturally be closer to some people than right. you are to others. It doesn't mean the others aren't important to you, don't matter to you. Let some call themselves the disciple that Jesus loved. Yes. But something that, I mean, maybe you have it here in a second, and a huge drain on him. Like, you also had Satan up there. Oh, that's true. Mm-hmm. Like, out there tempting mm-hmm. him. And so do and, you. And so do I. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a big, it's a big drain. You need yeah. your people. Yeah. You need your people that can give life to you, that can be around you and support you. Right. You know, and yeah, like I said, he had the three, he had the one. Yeah. And then he also had Mary, Martha, and Lazarus. Uh-huh, yeah. So I thought, I love that, like, Jesus had work friends uh-huh. and outside of work friends. Right. Which made me really happy as I was studying. Right. Like, he had people and, and he spent the love, time. And the love that he had for them. I mean, it's the shortest Bible in the verse, or yes. shortest verse in the Bible. He wept. Yep. It was over Lazarus. Yep. But he, you know, he ran there. He ran yep. there to be for them, to support uh-huh. the support the sisters. Uh-huh. You know, and like I was reading an article and it started with hospitality. Yeah. Where it's like, and Jesus was walking through a village and a woman named Martha opened her home to him. Uh-huh. Like, invite someone in. Yeah. Maybe start the coolest relationship of your whole entire life. Right. Like, yeah. So if Jesus had friends, yeah. he was a heck of a lot busier than you. Yeah. He was doing way more important things than you're doing. <laughs> Um, and he made time for friends. So maybe I need to, and maybe yeah. you need to. We're important. We need friends. We need connection. We need life-giving, uh-huh. positive people. And we have to differentiate and I was like, who fills us up. I was like, us. Just, uh, just how you kind of separate out. Like, you could have, like, work friends. Mm-hmm. Obviously, like, if you're in a partnership, I mean, they yes. need to be your friend. Oh, they have to be your but friend. But they can't be, yeah, those can't be your only oh, friends. Oh, no. Like, you need friend friends. I was going to write that down. I'm so glad you said that. Like. It's easy for me to think sometimes that David and the kids are enough. They're not. Yeah. And that's too much of too much of a burden to it put is. on them. It is. Cannot be my only friends. Uh-uh. It's important that they are my friends. Yes, it Cannot is. Cannot be the only thing. Right. And it's hard. As an introvert, it's hard to put yourself out there. Oh, yeah. Especially if you've been burned. Yeah. You've been hurt. And we all have. Oh, yeah. Because people are human. Yeah. As are we. But even I would imagine as an introvert, I think that we would probably build deeper relationships faster mm. with some people. Like you'd be like, oh, you're too much. I'm not going to do that. But <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. I, I can only speak for myself. <laughs> but as an extrovert, like you've got to have that as well. You've mm-hmm. got to have your people. You have to have your people, your positive yeah. people who know you and breathe life into you. And as an extrovert, introverts like to be chosen sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes that's a nice yeah. a nice friendship. Yes. Just know that they can't be on the same way that you can be. Yeah. Mm-mm. And we need you to keep the conversation going. Sometimes. 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 Because oh, we're man. okay with quiet. We're okay. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with silence. 100%. Let me sit here. Yeah. good. I'm, I'm good. good. I watch. I am good. Oh, we need people. We need, we need people. people. All of us see people. All right. We are going to keep going. and We've got two more kinds of rest. Okay. We can do this. We can rest our whole bodies. Yeah. All right. Uh, okay. Here we go. All we'll right. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to the Girl in a Hill podcast. 
Please help us out by sharing the podcast with your friends, connecting with us on social media, and leaving a review on Apple Podcast. We're here to climb the hill with you as we all work to stop hiding, start shining, and be the women we were created to be. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week.